0: Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. So glad that you are here. The number on the screen, 833-792-6372, is the number to text if you have a question, if you have a recommended topic, a recommended guest. I bring on the coffee chat. We'd love to hear from you, friends. Hope that you are doing well. It is midweek. It's Wednesday. And I want to thank you for joining me. Those of you on Facebook, good morning. Those of you listening to the podcast, hello. Those of you on YouTube, good morning. Wherever you're at, I want to thank you for being here. Uh, We are days away, which seems very, very crazy how, how quickly this is approached. We are days away from Global Kidman Day, but here's the thing. It is not weird at all if you choose to do Global Kidman Day in November. Yes, it says August 8th. And those of you that are familiar with Global Kidman Day, you know that prior to the pandemic, the idea was that churches around the globe will gather on Saturday, August 8th at 9 a.m., your local time for a three hour training event for volunteers. And then COVID-19 struck. So we have changed it up a little bit. We do have a lot of churches are still going to try to gather this Saturday on August 8th, but because of the pandemic, if you scroll down on the website, which the website is globalkidmenday.com, you'll see a COVID-19 update. There are a lot of options for you to still participate in Global Kid Men Day, even during this pandemic. If you want to gather your volunteers together in November, that's totally fine. If you wanna do it in October, if you want to do this virtually and not gather your volunteers at the church, that's fine. We give you all the options and the tools to make any of that happen. Here's what we want. We want to be a blessing to your ministry team. We want to train your volunteers. We wanna give them a shot in the arm for another year of ministry. We wanna help you as you um, lead your volunteers during these bizarre, crazy days that we live in. For $95, you can train your entire team and have access to this three-hour training forever. I brought in some of the best speakers I could think of. It is super practical to help children's ministry volunteers, anywhere from those that work with uh, two-year-olds up to those pre-teens and every, everyone in between. The website is globalkidmenday.com, go check it out. If you've not been on the website, here are some speakers, videos, some videos from some of our speakers sharing why they are excited about Global Kid Men Day. Uh, this is our our COVID-19 update. You can see the schedule. Uh, who are the speakers? What are they speaking about? And when. We have our speakers are all featured here. Um, our hosts are there. And that's all kind of changed because of COVID. But big shout out to our hosts that are hosting a lot of them virtually. Um, yeah there's the website, there's some social graphics at the bottom for you. Um, Go check out please, globalkidmenday.com. Our team is busy working on the fall issue of Kids Matter Magazine. It will go to print pretty soon. This is the September, October, November issue. I believe it goes to the printer next week it is also our mega con issue so it's a flip issue of kids matter magazine if you're not subscribed to kids matter magazine we'd love to have you my guest today on the coffee chat is julie heath uh julie is the children's product director or manager over at cta cta is a great ministry um outside of st louis i had the opportunity of visiting CTA and spending some time with their team a year or two back. We love the ministry of CTA. Good morning, Julie. How are you?
1: Good morning. Thank you. Sorry if I popped in a little too early.
0: Oh, you're good. Um, it's perfect.
1: Yeah. Good morning. I'm doing well. We have absolutely gorgeous weather in this area today, nice. so enjoying. It's not feeling like July in, or August and summer. here. Exactly. So thanks for having me today.
0: Are, now, are kids going back to school in Missouri or what's the status? <laughs>
1: Um, changing, (laughs) (laughs) you know, as with everything, uh, I think some schools are, I know some of the area schools are returning, um, others are still in that state of tentative, you know, we're starting with the plans, but how we're also going to offer online classes and things. So still formulating in some counties and areas.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So I reached out to our mutual friend, Julie Jane Mm -hmm. Robinson. Yes and I know there are a few Janes in the building,
1: Yeah, Jane Robinson,
0: and last week, and I said, Jane, I'd love to have you on the coffee chat next week, if you have any time. I think Jane is a great communicator. We have her speak at Megacon and stuff, very passionate about ministry, and she said, next week's actually a little tough for me, but you need to meet Julie Heath. Julie Heath is our children's ministry (laughs) guru in the building,
1: in the building, yes. I'm not sure if I'm the best guru out there. Well,
0: and I I would so, love yeah. to meet Julie Heath, and I would yeah. love to have her on the coffee chat. Okay. So um, I'm telling you, so Jane set the bar really, really high. Yes, Julie. let me
1: see if I can limbo somewhere near the edge. Yeah, okay. it's all good.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll do great. Um, yeah. we, we have lots of grace here in the building, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah. I need it. I need it. We all need it. Um, Julie, tell us a little about your yourself. Maybe your, your background in work ministry.
1: Yes, sure. Um, I've been on church staff, uh, starting as volunteer while in high school, and children's ministry staff on church staff um, through school seminary, um, after seminary, um, and probably my longest stint anywhere. I spent 11 years with the Tennessee Baptist denomination. Um, convention, yeah. um, uh-huh. depending on how, you know, where you're from, what you would call it, but basically the state resource office for Tennessee Baptists. Yeah. Um, I spent eight years doing collegiate administrative work with collegiate ministries, um, basically working with our student missions aspect of collegiate um, as okay. well as events. Um, and in the last three years when I was with them, I was actually preschool children and student missions. Um, okay. Uh, in Tennessee, our WMU, which is a Baptist mission sending yep, organization, yep, yep. Um, our WMU is part of our state convention staff. So I was kind of dual purposed working with both yep. of those offices. Yeah. Yep. Um and as a tag in on that, I also got to work with our children's camps for two summers. So um in, anything from three You've to eight. I have, you know, and then some stu- you know, college student ministry and and then doing some fun at camp so kind of done a little bit of everything so, yeah, and just you know, we
0: had in, in part we had in common part of our background yeah. baptist roots yes yeah so you so, yeah. probably know what you know what snc stands for uh you're a good baptist sunday yes. night church
1: oh yes well see uh, that was um dt discipleship training okay
0: you know, I'm, western,
1: right. I'm western i'm okay. western kentucky southern baptist so okay
0: i got gotcha. you yep. <laughs> or uh
1: a uh, union, uh Sunday school union or something uh, when yes, I was really really yes, well. yes, Yeah. yeah. Um, so and then I've just been with CTA since January. Um, okay. no ministry self yes. relocating right before a um kind of international pandemic, really not recommended.
0: Yeah, that's um, a <laughs> perfect ideal time to yes, meet your family. Yeah, um, start a new job. Yeah, yeah. So
1: it's it's been learning a very different role because of course I've come from ministry background and CTA has ministry mindset. That is also yes. um, a little bit different. So, learning a new new role, a new job, and a new city when nobody can leave their houses has been a little bit fun, but um, it's been exciting. And I am I am glad to bring that ministry mindset into the ideas of you know as a minister, what are what are the things that I could help create that can help children's ministers? Love it. You know,
0: so. now, and the web, the website for CTA is what's the website? CTA Okay, CTA Inc. INC.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy, we, we talked about this yesterday on the podcast sure. or on the coffee chat mm-hmm. uh, because I was talking, I was teeing you up yesterday that oh, you were okay. my guest today. <laughs> and I said, I know CTA just did this rebrand. They were mm-hmm. Christian Tools of Affirmation. I think before that wasn't Christian Teachers association or something.
1: Yes, like that. yeah, way, 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 back. way back, Christian teachers, yeah, our Christian tools for,
0: so as as Christian teacher
1: tools association, I think Don't there like was some them. slide between those two at yes. some point in there,
0: and now it's Christ,
1: Christ to all,
0: to all, Christ to mm-hmm. all,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. so a lot of great resources, if you've yeah. not been, go to ctainc.com, um, I, again, I was there a year back, mm-hmm. probably maybe not even a year ago, and Toured their warehouse and met with their team. They've got all kinds of great stuff that they are sharing with churches. Um, all right, Julie, we're going to talk about events, but before we do that, talk just a little bit from your perspective, uh, the churches that y'all have worked with, with CTA, and then your ministry. How have you seen COVID impact what we're doing?
1: sure well again being new in the role and new in town and yeah. getting to yeah. learn things it's been it's been more hearing than seeing nice. um but um you know i've have i have i still have friends of course on state staff in tennessee on church staffs um my sister even i guess kind of as a sign of all of this my sister who this was an international missionary relocated to the u.s a couple of years ago um has become an interim children's minister really mid-April uh you know so just kind of hearing how they are adjusting and figuring out um you know so of course it's uh how do you still connect with children when everybody is meeting by video Yep, yep even though we've used video perhaps for years inside our ministries it's been yes it's 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 different um and then anybody with any kind of childhood development ministry background knows that you can't just be video. There's got to be some hands-on children learn so many different ways. And, um, but it's been fun to, to hear about how, um, you know, my friend on state staff is how they've been encouraging churches and trying to provide resources and new ways for churches using video to do things. And, um, and then, you know, again, my sisters has been my, most recent point of, um, discussion is how they are slowly, she's in North Carolina. So how are they slowly rolling back into still meeting with groups? Um, you know, they still did a camp a couple of weeks ago, um, and then how they had to space that out and, and reduce numbers and kind of doing shifts and, um, the, but at the same time, it's just been encouraging is that this, that sounds weird is, um, when it's conversations with these leaders and things is, you know, children's ministry by nature, we are the creative, figure out how to do it. People, children's ministry, youth ministers. I mean, I have $2. How can I have an event for $2? Okay. Let me show you, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So just, you know, encouragement and seeing how our folks are seeing those challenges and figuring out ways to meet them. Um, But it's been great to, I think, bring, the church back to where it's supposed to be is the church is the people it's not that building it's not that place and so um you know yes it's been a challenge i'm sure it's it's been budgets that have been cut back or shifted um but the most encouraging part for me that i've seen again in conversations is really the hopefulness and the okay how do we do this reaction from our children's ministry
0: how do you see this impacting events i mean especially i'm thinking we're going into um I mean, we just came through summer, where summer is pretty event heavy and kid men with BBS and camp and stuff. But now we're not done. We're going into fall, thinking Halloween, mm-hmm. fall outreach, that kind of stuff. Thoughts? Thoughts about events?
1: Yeah. Um, for you know, again, in my new role, that's one of the things that we've been looking at. What are the things that we have, and how you know we've we've had these planned for a while, but how can we help church ministers figure out how to use this in this? Environment, I guess um, you know I think events we have to rethink, um, but again with children's ministry we've always had to be aware of registering for an event of mm-hmm. planning volunteers and locations and figuring out how I can do an event in you know you know if you're the small church in a rural community and you're trying to figure out how can I still do an event for my kids in a little bitty church building I don't have a gym, how do I do this or even a, a big group that's got a big gym you still can't have 600 people at a church even when there is no COVID and not have enough volunteers and people to space those out. Yes, um, yes. So yeah, so I think for events, you know, I think our reality is we have to do the things we've always done mm-hmm. with, a, with a slight increased shift in mindset of, okay, do I still, you know, and I think it's also a good chance for us to look at that as that trunk or treat or that fall festival or whatever we've done is that a tradition because it's a tra- tradition or is it something that it's a tradition the community expects and in this new environment can we make it an opportunity even more so to be out in that community is it it's more equipping our families to to be the church in neighborhoods uh-huh. in these fall yeah. festival events yeah.
0: um
1: you know so down to the practical is it's um good. yeah r- register for um register for your groups you know and do your planning ahead of okay this is my here is my physical capability i have a gym i have a great big yard at my church or you know am i doing it in another location um or okay i've got small rooms and small spaces so how can i do this event where we space the kids out by age level in rooms and rotate the leaders so that you're, again, because you've got to consider that not just limiting kids interaction, but exposure, you know, where normally we might rotate the kids. Do we rotate the, the item and the leader to the space? Um, and if you can't do that, I mean, there's, you know, you can't do a large relay game in a classroom that, you know, okay, well then scheduling my rotations to allow a five minutes um, so you can space your groups out that you're not in the hallways at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, You know, um, and I think uh, one thing that I was searching through even before we came to talk today is look at, um, I mean, there's all the opportunities online and children's ministers are probably well ahead of me in doing this, but look at your school. Most states now have a COVID guideline for schools. Mm-hmm. Look at those lists um, and and take guidance from that because they may give you ideas of how, how can I think through spacing events. Um And then again, I'm a camps person, so, you know, I automatically think, okay, you can still do games for events um, and those may be a way, you know, do the games, do the things that you can space and then send home the snack or the craft or the thing that you would normally have to group in a smaller space to do, Um, you know, send home, you know, maybe do rotation of a ministry message or devotion time spaced out. And then a games rotation where you can be in a bigger space and use, uh, you know, use the again, most camps people and you children's ministry people, you hand them buckets and ping pong balls and a few pool noodles, and okay, I got a game, you know. (laughs) So, you know, just think through if you've got the standard games you play, can you do how can you do your relays but use a pool noodle that each child keeps Mm -hmm. as the handoff so that you space them out? I had uh, somebody, you know, of course, we've got tape and chalk and things to mark up parking lots to keep spaces. Yes. Um, adjusting the game, uh, one of the things, you know, a lot of times our relay games are passing things, yeah. um, but, you know, in the socially distanced area, maybe it's, it's a physical action that gets passed locks. like it's do a silly pose. And once that's done, you know, high five the air for the next person to go yeah. um, and just rethinking those games. I mean, minefield, at least that's, you know, like that's the perfect socially distance game. You get everybody away from them and one person has to shout the instructions for them to make it yes. through. Um, so I think, you know, games are one of the easiest ways to still do those events mm. and keep them spaced. Um, but I still think the, the big picture that we've looked at is some of the opportunities for especially fall events is equipping families to do neighborhood things for children, you know, everybody's still uh-huh. going to be trying to figure out how to do we trick or treat, do we trunk or treat, do we, you know, um, so providing tools um, of things that you can suggest for your families at home of you know put things on your sidewalk so kids can line up for treats and um, still visit you, um, and then thinking through being more proactive in what you are handing out to the, your neighbors or kids and, or is your community still going to try to do a, you know, a light the night or, you know, all of the different type Halloween alternatives we've been doing yes. Um, yes. really equip our families to be more missional in what they're doing. I mean, that's one of the things we actually it created is. this year are some treat stickers to put on treats yeah. and, and bags to put those treats in so that you have prepackaged things. So you're not having a bucket of candy you got your candy already individualized for that child to pick up, so it's not hands reaching in. Um, so just trying to to be the creative and flexible people that children's ministers have been, and you know, of coming up with um, ideas um, and just you know taking it as an opportunity to to help our families think. You know, that's been the great thing in this situation is um, our church is gotten back outside the doors
0: exactly that's true
1: yeah Uh, and you know children's ministers and youth ministers this has been something we've seen and been doing and working through and being missional and all of that but um all of our generations of church now have had to come to grips and some you know more happily than others but have had to try to figure out how to do church outside the doors Um, and so i think these events can be just one more way of okay how can we do this outside you know how can we take jesus outside through this yes
0: julie i'm glad you mentioned um yeah like the stickers and stuff that y'all have because i want to make sure if you've if you've not been to the cta website Mm -hmm. in a while and shop the store you do have some some things that churches could use even this fall
1: yes yeah um, M- Mention
0: two or three that come to mind. I know you mentioned sure. stickers for
1: candy. Uh, t- stickers for candy, treat sacks is one of our standards that you can pop in. And in, in yeah. any of those things, we also offer small activity books and both for children's school age, seven to 11, and gospel uh, fun is what we call them, but three to sixes that are yeah. mailable, as well as could be treats that you give out that yeah. can tell the message. Um, we've created some events that as we were working through them, um, d- they're digital events. So as we were th- working through them, just like we talked about these games, we tried to make hints of if you still do the event with people, how can you do this part socially distanced? Um, so there are some suggestions there. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, the treat sacks, of the booklets, we do have some, of course, we always have little, um, this year, we've got some little bubbles, that, treats that are non-candy treats um yeah. for for folks coming by for trunk or treat or trick or treats however your group does that um, so yeah and then also uh, gospel message dog tags are really lightweight things that are kind of Almost in our,
0: cool.
1: yeah that have a message on them that are easy non non-candy treats that are great for your blue and teal pumpkin guests as
0: well when you have so all that dogs. they go to see we all go to ctaink.com.com yeah you can I think you probably search by you can type
1: fall festival into there there's shop by ministry and look for fall festival or seasonal um you can just kind of any which way you look for that or look to children's ministry and go from there
0: Julie thanks for joining me yeah all right before we go I want want to do a screenshot so if you'll look at the camera and smile let me hold on wrong button one two (laughs) (laughs) let's do this one more time one two three got it. Julie, okay. thanks for joining me on the coffee chat.
1: Welcome. Nice to meet you.
0: All right. Be blessed. Thanks Great
1: again.
0: Bye. All right, friends. That is Julie Heath from ctainc.com. Ct, ctainc.com. I'd love to hear from you. What are you thinking about the fall? As you think about Halloween, trunk or treat, fall outreach. I know there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of questions. Um, let's get some conversations started. In Kids Matters, I Love Kid Men Facebook community. Um, Or if you want to text and let me know what you are thinking, just text the number on the screen, 833 792 6372. Tomorrow's going to be a great coffee chat, friends. Carl Bastion's going to be with me from kidology.org. David Laughlin is going to be with me from Laughlin Magic. And uh, these are two great friends. We're going to have some great conversations. Hope that you will join me. Thanks for being here for today's coffee chat. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Same place, same time. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.